watching prohibition fall down. Alright guys, time to wake and bake. You notice no more America, Scotty. It's permanently dropped off. The Whoa. show's worldwide. You moved to Canada, brother. Wake and bake That's North true. America. Now you know what? We got a lot of Australian friends. We got a lot of European friends. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Well, guys, let's get into the show. Let me give you a good preview here. Today, we're going to talk about, we got some interesting responses, Scotty. You put out that Miss Mia Jane talk. Yeah, it was a great interview responses. with her. Yep, absolutely. Great responses. But of course, you know, Scotty, he's got to pick the one that he didn't like to highlight. So we'll, we'll see about that. Also, we got how growing cannabis and food make you a better person. Those are my words. I think you're right. I, we'll talk about it. But being connected with the earth and actually understanding where your food comes from. Yeah, I, th I think that is important. As well as another, these stories are always coming. We cover them in paired driving using cannabis. There's a little bit of new news out on this. I could call it good news, I suppose. That reminds me of a video I've wanted to make for a while, but I think I'll get arrested. I want to do the driving test thing, closed course. Is that a closed course? All right. It's, then you can't get arrested off, like yeah, off public roads. I was going to do a cannabis versus alcohol, but I probably crashed a car when I was trying the alcohol one. So. Let me guess. You're cannabis. I'm alcohol. I'm being beer. I don't know. You're, you might be a better driver than me. <laughs> anyway, last, last news story. We're going to talk about a, another big outside player, Arizona Tea, getting into the cannabis business, which is kind of weird, but maybe not. You can give me your opinion. Wow. Okay. Right. I always thought they were like a Coca-Cola subsidiary or something wow. like that. Isn't that sneaky know. what's happening? We had the uh, cannabis industry folks on yesterday and they were talking about, we always compare it with the craft brew industry and just the sneaky how Budweiser and all those big boys are buying up all the little folks. You can't be, I remember Fruitopia was like that and you got to wonder about Arizona. You do have to wonder, I'll tell you. Before we get into it, as I do, I'm going to tell you guys about membership over on dogrows.com under support us. Our drive is to get to a thousand members to support this show, to support yeah. content six days a week, to literally pay the people that are making this show happen. You know, what would we do without Guru? We can't afford to pay Guru. There's no show. Oh, yeah, he would just <laughs> stick around. He just for the passion. Guru's got passion, all right? Hey, I came out here to work on this show. So. Damn straight. Did you just say he would stick around without paying him? Oh, who knows, all right? I'm in a fantasy <laughs> world. Scotty Real's a fantasy character, all right, man? So. $10 a month gets you 30% off recharge, free seeds from Seeds Here Now, yeah. many other hot deals. When we get to 1,000 members, I promise you, I got something big. I'm working on it, all right? You all can cancel right. anytime. It's reoccurring. Uh, I mean, think about it. Just cancel your cable. Scotty, cancel your cable. And then just say all you got is the $10 subscription to do grows and you take in this YouTube channel every day. Will it work? Dude, I just, yes, it will work. Cable, there's nothing on it. I tried to, I'll try to put on something while building these shows the night before. I end up pausing it about 30 seconds into it because I have an idea. And then three hours later, just turning the thing off. I can't find shit to watch on there. <laughs> My buddy fine. tells me I'm doing it wrong. It's, he goes, you can't no. just change the channels. No way. You got to record shit on TV. I agree. I spend more time trying to find something to watch when I do have the rare moment to do that than actually watching anything. <laughs> right. So that being said, I'll move out of membership. If you want more details, you growers out there, check out Grow Talk. I give a few more of the grower benefits of membership as well. Yeah. But it's time to get a little stoned up, ivory, relaxed, elevated, whatever you want to call it. Let's see what the DGC smoking on here before we talk about ourselves. This is Sam's 
crack. All right. So let's talk about that really quick. This must come from green crack or something. And I just wish I could wring the neck of the person that tried that, that named the cannabis strain green crack. I mean, you want to talk about setting, setting us back, you know, however, you know, however long, man, that's ridiculous. Yes. There are a few of them out there, but I'm not going to repeat them. <laughs> yeah. All right. Marty McFry, <laughs> McFried says, and this is a great looking flower, buddy. Mephesto Freedy, Sam's crack stacking on the trikes here outdoor in Michigan. Mephesto. That means that's an auto. I need Got to give me that. some Mephesto in yeah. all honesty. Autos are cool. Got her on that recharge sauce, mammoth yeah. key, and very light feedings of advanced newts. These nugs are certified McFried DGC for life. Oh, and he says, Scotty, as the people are saying, P.S., you should really do a DGC cup here. I'd love to get down on that and get you guys wrecked. Yeah. Where, and where are we talking? Michigan? Yep. Yep. There's we a lot of DGC up there, man. It'd be a good event. Michigan is our number one recharge state. They are so strong. The, gro- the grower community there is absolutely amazing. Well, what are you guys talking on in the bakery today? You know what? My turn or Guru's turn is all right, but dude, I've got some of uh, uh, Darkness Grows hooked me up with a little bit of his Golden Goat Shatter. And, you know, Shatter is is one of those things we've seen it for a couple of years. The glowing orange color of this and the amazing taste. He got third place in our concentration celebration. And it was funny because I was hanging out with Rasta Jeff of Irie Genetics, who breeds the Golden Goat. And he was one of our judges, opened uh, the wrapper, uh, smelled it and was like, dude, this is my Golden Goat. I know it. <laughs> I was like, you're a badass, man. But absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it with the honey badger here. So, yeah, that's what I'm smoking. I'm just smoking smoke on some water, water hash more. from 710 Labs that's basically like moon sand. It's crazy. It's yeah. So I don't know. Water Orange hash cream. for 75 bucks a gram. You like that, huh? 50. What is moon sand? 50. <laughs> you never seen moon sand? You stick your hand in it and it kind of stays that shape. Oh, tricky. I got you. I yeah, thought it was th- another- this is like step further. This isn't keep your dabs in the fridge. This is keep your dabs in the freezer. Yeah. Why don't we have any moon sand here? I don't know. We have, we're not on the moon. <laughs> All right, I'm moving on into the flower, token on still my first and only successful Canadian homegrown once we got the four plant legal rule here. Right. And it was the Series 6, Series C's, and it just made me think. Granted, I you know get a fair amount of cannabis. Shout out to DGC sent to me in the mail all the time, but... Uh, I still, still have can't get over that, dude. You get weed sent to you in the mail, and it's all good. Uh, yeah, and then I have a lot to barter and trade with because I got, I got, I hold recharge, Scotty, up here in Canada. It's very, <laughs> very selective thing. Theoretically, you do. So that being said, um, I was just making me think about that four plant rule, man. Can you really pull it off for personal supply of four plants? And I was talking to some people, right? And they're like, dude. Do you think that there will ever be anybody in all of British Columbia that will get like a citation for having just over four four plants suggesting, man, they're just saying that shit. Like you can't blow it up. But if you're chilling, like so far any, I haven't had any personal interactions with law enforcement up here. I think they're mainly chilling too. Shit's been going on for a long time. So. Yeah, I think so. Especially if they're mailing it all over the place. Come on. It's over, Johnny. All right, we'll get into what's going on, my friend. Yeah, let's do it. This was actually, if, if I could start, man, this started out you as- start, because I got to hit, hit this bowl here. <laughs> this started out as me looking for the best YouTube comment, and then I had to take it back from the best YouTube comment to just the most interesting. And I got no, I got no problem with this. I, you know, this is a who me that gave a comment, but I just thought it was a good discussion point. And here's what she says. 
She says, love that she, uh, this is regarding the Miss Mia Jane uh, women in cannabis segment. Says, love that she's ambitious about educating herself and her clients on cannabis laws and and legalization. But marketing firms using women to sell products and services is the oldest trick in the book and quite lowbrow. This is one reason why we aren't taken seriously. I would love to see some women growers, breeders, and scientists like Dr. Karuna being interviewed. Now define lowbrow for me, just so I'm sure I'm on the same page. Lowbrow is like the lowest. It's the easiest thing to do. It's meant to just trick people that aren't too intelligent. Now we consider this bad? Yes, lowbrow is bad. Absolutely. But, you know, I guess I'm just confused. And now we're discriminating against good looking people, people that take care of themselves or, you know, invest time and energy into keeping fit or eating and looking good. I mean, because they pull that off, we should be mad at them. I, I mean, that's a good point. I agree. It's because I don't know, I guess if you're maybe you're not, how good looking is who me? No, I'm just kidding. Like it depends. There's there can be anger in that because it's what you see. I think you have here in the notes when you're looking at you know TV and you're looking at everything, media, all the ads, all this shit. You don't ever see, you know, at us on the back of the bus the other day was this mom with her two kids about something. But she was like this super hot mom. You know and, what? Pardon the fuck out of me for wanting to, for being uh, attracted to attractive people. I know in this PC bullshit world, everybody's attractive and everybody's equally beautiful. But I tell you, man, when a beautiful girl comes up to me and says something, I, I kind of listen. Sorry. It's human nature. I'm not apologizing for human nature, damn it. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, Scotty. Dude, you're so, so deep, dude. You are so that's why we keep you <laughs> around, man, for all the deep thoughts. I mean, there's wrong ways to do this. It's, in my opinion, just check out Fox News. And then you'll oh, check see, out like, the Spanish news if you really want to see it going on. I mean, the edits they make there, like where they position the camera directly under their boobs so everyone looks like they're wearing a crop top. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, okay. No, my point is, though, I I understand about sexualizing women, and I understand that it's held them back uh, traditionally. I don't think in any way us doing the women in cannabis interview were we sexualizing women Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like I said, pardon her for being, you know, a cute girl. And, you know, pardon every realtor or three quarters of the realtors out there for for being uh, cute girls. You know, pardon every uh, salesperson for being a cute girl. I mean, that's what they hire. They hire people that that are pleasant to interact with. And I think it's literally, and people can call me out on this genetically, like in you. I mean, I have caught myself, if you're not careful, and this sounds horrible, like you're more apt and maybe engage or be nicer or help out. Like if a woman is just naturally completely beautiful and a great body. Yes. The human mind likes symmetry in almost everything. And what? same in, in like how we think about beauty. A lot of that has to do with symmetry. So it, it really is kind of, it did at a base level, psychologically, it matters. Yeah. And look at the English attractive and, and uh, attraction. I mean, yeah, we're attracted to, to attractive people, of course. That's, I guess, how it uh, is supposed to work. So therefore, you're not therefore being... we shouldn't be we shouldn't be thinking that that's the oldest trick in the book. The oldest trick in the book is taking an intelligent woman and uh, making her in, into a secretary. Or when my mom got out, she first off, my mom started out as a key punch operator in the '60s. What now? What's a key punch operator? And they used to have these things. It was I don't know. I guess you just entered numbers back in the day. <laughs> uh, there were secretaries that that were you know basically what a woman was qualified to do. 
do. And I got air quotes around qualified. Like I said, my mom ended up at the end of her career being comptroller of a $50 million company. So, you know, I just, I just don't uh, think that the oldest trick in the book is you know, good looking girls. The oldest trick in the book is taking half the working population or half the population of your workforce and, and relegating them to these uh, you know, menial jobs, jobs under men. And we fixed that over the past, what, 50, 60 years, we fixed that. And a lot of it had to do with, I'm sorry, but when you got your foot in the door, you, you might've dressed nicely and been attractive to get that bookkeeper job to start working your way up. So I'm just thinking about, you said your mom was a key punch operator yes. in the 60s. Yep. And that was even during the time, like in the 70s or whenever, even in the 80s, when you could just smoke in your office. Everybody could smoke oh, in their yeah. offices. The walls were yellow, bro. They were <laughs> yellow. Inside my school, I remember in the second grade, my teacher would just smoke in grade papers in the back. Hey, that chick, just to tell you what a different world it was back then, she caught me chewing gum, had me stand at the chalkboard with my no the gum on my nose and the nose against the chalkboard. Dude, come on. <laughs> That's the 70s for you. We've, we've made a lot of progress all over. All right. I got you. So basically, give me a summary line for this. Like, don't feel bad for being beautiful. You got to use what you got to get what you want. All right. That's the summary. Or I'll take we that. don't choose interviews with people because they're attractive or not. That has absolutely nothing to do with it. We choose people for interviews if they have a good message to deliver and good information that we think you guys would want to listen to. God, that's a very different bottom line than mine. I like there, yours better. In fact, is actually some woman, former porn star woman going into cannabis that has gotten a hold of the Duke Grow show to come on the show. And we turned that down. You know, it's like, I don't what, right. what, what's going on here? So, But I am going uh, to meet a, a great grower. She's not sure she wants to be on, but I'm meeting her tomorrow and I'm going to try to get her on the show. I want her to try excellent. to get an amazing grower, like one of the most talented growers that, you know, JR has been recommending her. And I, I want to see if she'll get on and inspire some women to be growers. In my opinion, not just one of the best growers I've seen, like on Instagram, uh, or not just one of the best women growers I've seen on Instagram. She's one of the best growers, hands down. I've seen on Instagram, all the breeders send her cuts for her to grow it out so that they can put up photos of it and show what it, that, that plant looks like grown to its full potential. Agreed. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one. I think the best is when you have the team, man. It doesn't have to be husband and wife, but I've seen some good, you know, couples that are team growers and they get, I mean, it could turn into disaster. You might start blaming somebody. Hey, you caused this uh, deficiency. I remember one of the DGC was like, I just got to be nice to my wife tonight because I got to ask her to water my plants while I'm out of town. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, All right. man. I'm what you got, here. brother? I'm you, uh, what's up? I said, what you got, man? Come on. What are you, what are you cooking? You in the I kitchen? I was having a moment of pleasure. I was out in the garden the other day right. um, under the grow shack. We're talking about that 20-gal mango going, starting to stack, get ready for flower. Can I time out? Yeah. Guru and I were talking about your grow shack. And how you could have spent less money and just bought a greenhouse. Or just a little bit more money and could have bought a greenhouse. <laughs> but we're not judging. Uh, we'll get into that in a Grow Talk show. So that's plenty of defense. Deal. Uh, regardless, I also have about the size of a kiddie pool, a little bit bigger, a fabric bed with about a, a, a foot and a half sidewall. A filled fabric up and I What is it, 200 gallons? That's huge. No, that's not the 200 gallons. If that one's probably, it's about the same as a kiddie pool, but a little bit more depth and, and wider. Okay. So it was less than, maybe a bale of peat in there mixing all kinds of stuff. But regardless, I didn't even do that that long ago. Planted, not planted, but had already bought from the nursery some Swiss chard, kale. Uh, what else is, oh, Ooh, arugula. Swiss chard. Look at you, Mr. Fancy. I didn't, yeah, I've never done anything with it before. So I was out there trimming up um, on the cannabis plant and doing, and then I take all those leaves and mulch them up to, 
dress on that bed. And I'm looking at the Swiss chard like shit, it's shading out some of the lavender. So I pulled some of those leaves and I've never used it before. So then my wife's like looking up, okay, let's make, I think it's just basically wilted greens. Um, learning a new recipe and then out front, pick some jalapenos. It's one of those like epic days, Scotty. It's some of the first harvest of summer. And then went online and looked at a you know recipe, how to stuff jalapenos. Not that it's hard. Right. Just getting some with, you know, either pork or ground pork or beef or whatever. And putting that all together, man, when you have the food synergy with some of the cannabis in my brain, it's like if you have a sunny spot outdoors, I understand growing indoors is very valuable real estate for your sure. cannabis plants. Sure. Growing outdoors, if you already have to be at that plant to take care of it, why not put some other, you know, even if it's just some herbs, whatever. But I was amazed how quick, man, leafy greens. I've never done kale. I've never done Swiss chard. Right. Um, provide it. Even with just, I only have one kale plant and two Swiss chards that right. provide quick. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's big leaves coming up. Think about every, you know, Think about how long it takes for a cannabis plant to bud and flower. That thing, can you imagine if you just eat the leaves? The southern in me is just real disappointed there's no collard greens in there. Oh, that's the only leafy stuff like that I like. Collard, you know, that's because you can't taste them with all the bacon. You can juice the leaves. I've never gotten there because I've never had, you know, owning a good juicer or a juicer is like owning a bread maker. It's like those appliances that just, eh. Dude, do not get me started. I'll show you all those type of things in the room under the stairs. <laughs> now you kids can't even fit anything more in there. Why did I buy the bread maker, dude? Why? And you do have a George Foreman, right? <laughs> If you do, I that thing should be on the kitchen counter. Badass. George, I do have a George Foreman. Thank you. All right. Is he still active with that? Is he still alive? Can we get a coupon code for the George Foremans? You know, when we did the real bake, he was by far my my favorite infomercial star. I mean, someone, come on, someone that kicks the shit out of Muhammad Ali, or maybe he didn't win, whatever, in '74, and then is still fighting in 1989. I will buy a grill off that guy. That's good. That's just because we didn't see Billy Mays fight anyone. Oh, Billy Mays. He got second, didn't he? We did a real bank oh. of our favorite information. Let me bring stars. it back around before I get out of what's what's going on, just mm-hmm. to say, uh, reiterate, you don't get that like good feeling of horticultural therapy. You know, I've grown things before I haven't used until you grow them. And then if you grow them and you don't use them, you feel like a dumbass, which forces you to learn how to use them. Or what do I do with Swiss chard? And then doing all that together in the presence of, you know, the cannabis plant and the nice landscape thing. It's just a great feeling. And I always preach that free horticulture therapy. It gets you outside. That's like why people have pets sometimes, man. It forces you to be responsible for something. You got to get your ass out of bed to at least let the dog out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Have you ever play that game on the phone where you water the plant and it grows? Yeah, they have a... <laughs> you see what they're doing, though? They're trying to disconnect us from nature. Don't get it started. My daughter's playing that Roblox or what? I don't know what it is, but she's in there like, look, look at my house. And then she's like, wait, look, I, I built... I'm like, dude, girl, all this is in the real world. I can't remember <laughs> like, the name of it. They got a game for iPhone where you can grow your own weed farm and dispensary and like eventually it's like weed tycoon or something uh, like that. I'm telling you, I came home about two weeks ago and the power was out. I mean, they blew a transformer and the power was out all over the place. Dude, we were sitting there twiddling our thumbs. I mean, you want to talk about a different life when the power... We are so reliant on all this stuff. By the way, the power goes out. Good luck going to the grocery store. So, <laughs> no, you want to be ready for that shit, Scotty. That's yeah. a whole other show. I'm All gonna right, show up with Swiss chart. <laughs> before the news, a couple items here. Check in with the Dude Grows, the DGC friends friends list on DudeGrows.com. Mm-hmm. You can just click on friends. You can see sponsors and friends of the show, some of which have some coupon codes and some of the products. Yes. Uh, today, Farmhouse Hemp 
Fortcollins.com. What up, Luke in Fort Collins, Colorado? Yes. Presses rosin and produce in all the CBD products from tincture to dog drops that are beef flavored. And he is offering up for the next door prize a 2000 milligram hemp oil mint flavor you can see here. So kind of up the size. I think most people, a lot of, oh, I can't say most people, CBD products are so freaking crazy right now. They sure are. But there's there's quality and and there's uh, you know hemp seed oil and stuff like that just total scams. So, a I would deal with somebody reputable that you trust, and then b learn how to read those labels. Learn what the difference between a milligram and a milliliter is for starts. You want to check Luke's reputation with FarmhouseHemp.com. Just search Dude Grows Luke Farmhouse Hemp. Pull it up probably right there. He sat in on the show and hung out with us and had some great conversations. Is it illegal to say I sent hemp? Scotty Real, the fictional character, sent a bottle of this. A friend of mine had a stroke. Half his body is paralyzed. And he Not illegal just, to send that shit. Good, good. Because he is just absolutely miserable. And he says the half of his body that's just hanging off him. It's just, it's like just a weight hanging off you. And it hurts. And he's been using CBD and digs it. So uh, there's just so many of these people, so many of these stories. That's why I know we're headed in the right direction with this. Excellent. That's a hard transition when you're telling me about your buddy there. I'm like, think it out of It's, dude, take care of yourself. This was my buddy that just drank Mountain Dew every since I've known him, just drank Mountain Dew till he had a stroke. You know what I mean? Dude, you can't do that. You can't Should I be a, not be a dick and say, oh, surprise. It's not a surprise, but thank God he doesn't listen or else I'd be being nicer. But Jesus, you can't. All right. What do you expect? The door prize is active, guys. There's a pack of seeds over there for you. Yes. Irigenetics Golden Goat. All you, have to do, you, don't have, you have to be a member. You all go to dogrows.com. You can drop your email in the raffle there on the door prize. You can social media share to increase your chances of winning and get some great feminized, I think it's a five or six pack feminized seeds, golden goat. If you haven't heard of Rasta Jeff, you can check him out on a, uh, what's a, oh my God, why I'm brain farting on this podcast. It has the word love in it. Oh, grown from your heart. Oh, grown from okay. the heart, sorry. Sorry about that, Rasta Jeff. No, it's all good. But um, and he did a great one for us as well. Uh, last week he did, we just went over feminized seed, you know, the difference between autos and feminized, just so much good information. If you don't, if you didn't listen to it yet, please do. Uh, last but not least before the news, the DGC calendar, Seattle hemp fest is going off. Mammoth microbes will be hanging there. If you guys want to go say, Hey, and JR token will be walking around, spreading the word. He'll probably have some recharge sample packs. He's gonna be telling you about cannabis, the IG replacement app for cannabis growers and just people in the industry and in this culture. Yeah, I told uh, JR, make it rain, brother. Bring enough recharge to make it rain. So if you have not seen JR, he'll be the guy, the amputee and the, the, the prosthetic part says DGC on it with an emblem. It's pretty badass. Yeah. How about that for, uh, for loyalty there? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's like, shit, I want to piss this guy off. And the pressure's right. on now, man. News. His leg has your name on it, dude. <laughs> Uh, we'll feature that call in another time. I just thought about that and checked out. <laughs> we, got a good, we got a good call in. I, I, sometimes I wonder why we keep that phone number going, but this will inspire me for another year to keep it going. All right. This is out of Calgary. Up here in Canada, Calgary, guys, only one marijuana impaired driving charge laid in Calgary since legalization. Calgary has about 1.4 million people in it. Can I ask you, is it defrosted there yet? I'm not too familiar with Calgary. I just know that basically everything, everything east of where I am is cold as shit in the winter. Don't you I live on the West deal. Coast? What's that? Don't you live on the West Coast? 
I live on the West Coast. It's been called the California of Canada. Scotty. So that would mean everything east. That would mean the rest of the continent. Or I'm sorry, the rest of the country. You got it. Huh. Definitely. All right. I call that the sweet spot, brother. So only one cannabis impaired uh, driving charge has been laid in Calgary since legalization last October. The Calgary Police Services believes that number will go up with more officer training. And as roadside screening devices, yay, advance in technology. But one of the city's top impaired defense lawyers says he's not so sure. So this is so silly. I mean, I've been smoking dabs of, you know, an award winning concentrate for the past hour or the past half hour. I could talk to a cop. I could talk to my mom. I could talk business and I could are your eyes a red? car like a motherfucker. I could wheelie a motorcycle better. Not better, but the same as when I'm smoking weed. I'm totally stoned as when I'm not. Uh, it, it's all individual. It really matters on your tolerance. It's wrong to, to initiate these laws. Well, that's what I was going to They talked the uh, Calgary Police Service is working to train more officers to do roadside sobriety tests for, for detecting marijuana impairment. Yeah, am right I now, impaired? It's not, does the car smell like weed? It's not, am I smoking so, a joint right now? It's, am I impaired? That's what made me guess. I mean, does, why does an officer need specific? It's basically supposed to just figure out, is this person impaired? And then if they are impaired, we can do like the roadside sobriety, I guess. But I mean, I'll pass the fuck out of that, man. How do you train somebody to specifically, like, is it just this typical stuff? So, look, if you see their eyes are really red, then that's no, a sign. No, because there's, there's lots of other reasons. You could have allergies. There's so many different reasons your eyes could be red. Proving about- impairment is it, how you were driving. Were you driving bad right. or not? Yeah. Okay. Um, or, or are you not able to really drive well? Where With alcohol, it's really linear on how much alcohol you've had versus how well you're going to be able to drive and how good your motor functions are. Cannabis is completely different. Um, I wouldn't recommend someone that like were smoking for the first time to sure. go try and drive a car sure. like that. That they would be technically impaired. But someone who smokes medically like all day every day, they're not impaired while they're driving. I couldn't agree with you more. And it is about time that we start being judged. That's why actions. I, we'll see what happens. I thought they'd be maybe down in the States more, but I'm hoping that the devices is the scary thing, of course, because they're not going to care what you say. I'm not impaired. I'm fine. But the device says that you have 15 nanograms. Scotty, just because a device said something and it meets an, uh, like an arbitrary threshold that the government has set Ooh. does not mean that you were impaired. And a good lawyer is going to take that to trial and prove to a jury that you weren't impaired while you're driving and that number means absolutely nothing. And that's another thing. If you've got enough money to take these to trial, to take these cannabis cases to trial, they're saying there's a, a lot of, uh, there's juries, it's very hard to find a jury to convict. There's a lot of DAs that aren't even prosecuting these cases anymore because they know this. Yeah, and that would be a good thing to keep letting the police officers know it. And even some in the municipalities have, we've covered a news story, they say, this is like the lowest priority as far as the shit we got to deal with. So, But the more I, I learn about how politics works and how the government works, it really matters how strong your lobby is and how much they donate. So if our police lobby is able to donate a shitload of money to specific candidates, uh, they'll get things done. Don't forget, we love money in this country. So think about how much a speeding ticket is now, like 250 bucks. It ain't fair. So yeah, I, would, I, would be, I wouldn't be shocked if we don't loosen the laws around here. I can see a lot of cannabis DUIs coming. Hopefully not. If they are, you guys will hear about it and we'll fight it. Next news story, though. Yes, sir. Kind of a quick hit here, but Arizona tea maker, if you guys, yeah, almost everybody's probably heard of Arizona tea. They're all over the place. 7-Eleven, Walmart, all grocery stores, Quickie Marts, all that shit. Google, and they're entering Google the cannabis market. Who owns Arizona iced tea? Just yeah, give me one second. Let's Thanks. See. Okay, I'm you sorry. You check it out. I, 
It says they're privately held. Okay. Privately held errors. Could be. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, brother. They said marijuana products will soon hit the masses as the makers of Arizona tea enters the market with vape pens and THC-infused gummies. I hope they rebrand. Can you imagine Arizona iced tea vape pen? You want to talk about a pussy stick, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, the only thing I could guess I can think from a business perspective, obviously, they have enough money to do this, and somebody had a meeting and said, you don't want to miss out on that vape pen and gummy deal, man. That shit's going to be so hot. I mean, it is now. What Gummies if they've the got tea extraction techniques that will work on cannabis? What if, You know what I mean? Tea is a leaf. And plus the distribution channels, because I'm sure they're like, well, I can't wait to add this to the catalog where Walmart can just order from us because we have it and maybe they're ahead of somebody else. Arizona Ice Tea is a privately owned company. Okay, cool, cool. I think I got them in Fruitopia confused. But isn't it, is that kind of weird? I mean, I guess you see it in other, an example, maybe like I've seen weird companies try and brand a mountain bike, like CC up here, CCM, right? That's like hockey sure. equipment shit. Sure. And then I see CCM mountain bikes. Like, you know, they had absolutely nothing to do with that mountain bike. They just bought a bunch of bikes from freaking Taiwan and slapped their sticker on them. No, I guess that's like brand the, loyalty. I was thinking it's like the gas station pizza guy we got down here or one of his family members was like, I want to open up a mountain bike. I want a mountain bike company. Dad, can I have a mountain bike company? The laptop company Razor just started making electric cars. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's like a, crazy. It's electric vehicles. I can see it. I can see iced, Arizona iced tea. Uh, come on. I was just at a, a cannabis buyers club event. They had cannabis infused beer, which by the way was so bad. I'm so sorry for that salesman, but they took like one of these, I don't know, half, it wasn't even a half a week. <laughs> and it was like a scotch ale and put C, removed the THC and put CBD in it. I was like, you're on the wrong track here. Wait, and no alcohol. It, has, yeah, it, tasted, it was near oh. beer with CBD. <laughs> I meant to say remove the alcohol. That's what it was. Anyway, but the beverage industry is going to get into the infusing TH, I'm sorry, CBD first. And then once it goes legal and nationwide, CBD. Ugh, I keep on screwing it up. THC. THC thank you. My mom calls it TCH. It's like a mental block. <laughs> Can't fix it. You just got to say cannabinoids. <laughs> All right. Let's check out what meme Scotty's got here before we get ready to wrap this up. Yes. Over on dudegrows.com under the latest guys, you can find some memes. Put up some memes. Make us laugh. I love them. Love to check them out. What do you got here? This is how small growers feel, how all small small growers feel. And I got to tell you, talking uh, to Colin and all those guys are listening to the state of the industry, where they think it's going to be in five years. Yeah, this this makes sense to me. It's three sharks. It's a hammerhead. Uh, I don't know what those other two sharks are, but it says big tobacco, big pharma, and alcohol. And then who is that guy? Who's that happy little fish there? That's Dory. Dory, thank you. The other ones are sharks that kind of act like they're not predators, and they say fish are friends, not food, but then they eat the fish. Oh, I got it. (laughs) So the small farmer is Dory. Yep. It just says, just keep growing, keep growing, keep growing. Hey, I just want to, I don't want to skate over that. That's, and oh, and then it says us on the bottom, but hey, you know, you can't help but think that these big companies are going, when was the last billion dollar industry that big businesses left alone? <laughs> when does that happen? Yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah. You got to be careful. If you're the small guy, be careful. Yeah. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to be Scotty real over here. I don't know. We'll see. I didn't check the comments from yet last week and big. We'll check. Okay. 
Come on, look what at this. What you got from Vladdy Batty? Vladdy Batty. Come on, this is just weird. He doesn't alter his images at all. And this just reminds me of being a, this is just a guy, it looks like from a Flash Gordon, uh, 1940s Flash Gordon movie or something. It just says Lord of the Amp. And I just looked at that, how like crazy cheese ball and like from another world that is. I was starting to think like one generation ago, that was like, whoa, man, did you see that Flash Gordon movie? It was amazing. The guy had this, you know, a lightning bolts coming out of his head, bro. You know what I mean? Look how much more sophisticated we've gotten in 80 years, 70 years. It's fucking crazy. Too quick, too fast. I know. It's absolutely crazy. Are you got my, my plastic water bottle hate on this last one? <laughs> I love you with them. The more I'm learning about recycling and plastic, seriously, we got to reject those single-use water bottles, single-use bottles altogether, single-use plastic. This is by Pumpkin Skunk, and it's Mo throwing Barney out of the bar, and it says, dude, and Barney's the plastic water bottles, and Mo's all happy, and then it says plastic water bottles, and they're back inside the bar. So it seems like no matter how you try to get those things out of your life, <laughs> they just come right back in. And I, you know, I am not perfect, man, but the main thing I said, people are lazy by nature. It takes effort. Me and my wife were in the garage just last night because today was trash day, making right. sure everything was sorted. Um, you got to sort out the compost here. You got to sort plastic different from glass, different from paper and different bins. I hate to break it to you, dude, but I just just learned I was listening on another podcast, reading a little bit about it. The recycling system is broken. There's nowhere to recycle plastic. Chinese to take it. They don't want it anymore. We don't sort it. We don't wash it good. Their economy's doing better. They don't want it anymore. We're sitting there taking plastic and putting it in landfills. You were talking about all the space you got west. We got a shitload of space in the middle of the country. Country and they're deciding that it's cheaper to just put put make it in the landfill. It's fucked up. We got to fix that, brother. You, it ain't no joke with those plastic bottles. Start with yourself, Scotty. Look I, deep. Hey, Zero. dude, I'm all aluminum. And by the way, aluminum takes 5% of the energy to recycle it than it does to uh, go mine bauxite. So I'm all about aluminum. And if you look at my fridge, 100%. Well, before we leave you guys, we'll hope you enjoyed this video during some shout outs. You know, we like to leave a little funny social media clip. Well, this is just a clip filmed by me, one of my local swimming holes down here at the river and just shows uh, one, don't ever let a pit bull bite you. And <laughs> oh my two, God. dogs dude. are just freaking creative and like to have fun. This dude is this pit bull is holding his by his mouth and he's on a rope swing. He's swinging the rope swing and he doesn't want to let go either. No, he does it for like three, four minutes at sometimes, and it only gets to hold like it when it jumps at that stick in the air right. on a rope. It only gets it like one out of every twenty-five tries. <laughs> so, and it just starts to wiggle like a dance, man. But anyway, I'll let you guys enjoy hey, that. We I got one more pit bull story. Uh, Warehouse Kyle started bringing his pit bull to work. <laughs> Beautiful little puppy. And uh, I'm making a coffee a couple of days ago. And I'm like, what the hell is that on, uh, up against the house? I'm like, it sounds like I go out and the dog is eating the siding of the house, man. Eating the siding. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful which dog you choose, sir. Be careful with all dogs. I also saw a crazy ass husky there, but we won't get into that. <laughs> nice. I saw four. I love them. Tanazi's got four beautiful. I think they're half wolves. Those things are amazing. He's the right guy to own four half wolves, too, by the way. Yeah, he says he just goes running in the woods with them sometimes. Yes. Love that guy. All right. Shout out to Chef Four Twenty and Renee Terroir Dubois. Did okay. I get that right? Uh, these are good names right here. I got Asmodeus Rose and Tip Top Magoo. Two Rose, what up? And Verde. 
Greasy. All right, OC Dab, what's up? Marvin Gart. Yeah. Marvin Gart, this is the place I would live. One and Medi Crapo. How are you, buddy? All right, guys. Stay higher. As I say, be a little dangerous. Try to scare yourself just once. It's fun. And, I was thinking um, about how nice it was in bed today. We'll catch you with a grow talk next. <laughs> Take it easy, dude. Peace out. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss man is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. To do. They shake their heads at natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out the Get away.